Welcome to Help Me Unlock. I'm your host, Aditi. This podcast documents my business growth journey, my unlocking journey in real time. At any given point, I've got 30 bottlenecks that I'm working on unlocking so that I can move my business to the next level. Whether that's revenue, client servicing, marketing, product design, skill set, or another area that I need to level up. The thing is, I don't have any answers for you. I just have one repeating question. Can you help me unlock? Each episode is a live coaching session with an expert, an author, a thought leader, someone to whom I pose that very question. The Help Me Unlock podcast is serendipity at its best. In every episode, you discover the hidden gem, the secret, the key to unlock at the exact same moment that I discover it. These conversations are private and precious to me and sharing them with you is to me a way of celebrating. You see, I've had the immense pleasure of stumbling onto my life's purpose, ever learning, ever sharing and ever serving. I'm delighted that you're diving in, celebrating and discovering with me. Start anywhere you like and I will see you inside. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Help Me Unlock podcast. I'm your host, Aditi, and today's episode is a blog cast. This is an article reading on the five biggest limiting beliefs holding you back from building your personal brand. I'm also going to share ways to kill these limiting beliefs and overcome them. If you would like to read this article, you will find it and other articles on brand growth and content marketing on adityjn.com slash blog. That's adityjn.com slash blog. Right, let's get into it. So do you know what a personal brand does? What it really does is it puts the reins back in your hands. It's that all-weather control center from where you can maneuver your next career move, start a business, write a book, and create other assets that you can own, scale, and monetize as you please. A well-built personal brand is empowering, right? It gives you energy, and it gives you the type of energy that comes from confidence and love for your work. When you grow your personal brand consciously around authenticity, doing what you love, helping people and helping yourself, money, reputation, opportunities, all the good things that come from a personal brand, you will hit a sweet spot that almost nothing else can replace. And the beauty of a great personal brand, it seamlessly crosses borders, jobs, industries, life phases, everything else, making it the most bulletproof success foundation that you can build for yourself. But if personal brands are all that, and we know they are, there's evidence all around us today of what great personal brand owners are achieving, then why don't more of us have these self-made empires? Why aren't more of us writing books, giving TED Talks, and packaging our expertise into courses and programs? Why aren't all of us getting invited onto talk shows? I've got two possible answers for you, right? One is you don't want any of it. You don't like it. You, it just doesn't appeal to you. You're not a limelight person. That's one. And number two is there's one or more massive limiting belief that is holding you back from building your personal brand. 
Now, if you belong to Camp 1 and you don't want a personal brand, then I'm hoping that this article is going to convince you the other way. I'm going to give it one more shot and then I'm going to leave you alone. Now, if you belong to Camp 1 and you don't want to build a personal brand and this excellent article introduction above hasn't managed to convince you, I'm going to give it one more shot, okay? And then I'll leave you alone. Take a look at this piece of advice on Inc.com. In one simple sentence, Warren Buffett explains the power of personal branding. He says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. My friend, that is what your personal brand is. It's your insurance. It's your safety net. It's your one way of consistently showing up. And when the tough times do roll around or when you find yourself in a mucky spot in your career, your consciously built reputation, your personal brand is going to come to the rescue. But maybe you belong to camp too. Maybe you believe completely in the power of personal branding, but you've got a limiting belief that is holding you back. In that case, today's the day that you're going to make your breakthrough. We're going to melt those limiting beliefs. So let's talk about the five biggest limiting beliefs that I have seen hold some great professionals back from building their personal brand. Ready? Limiting belief number one, you are too busy to build a personal brand. I get it. You work a 60-hour week. You have kids whose schedules are a little bit nuts. You have a spouse or a partner who you can't totally ignore. You have a dog that needs walking and the laundry isn't doing itself either. You're busy. The thing about busyness, however, is that it's relative, right? You're never too busy for the important things that you have to get done. You're never too busy if the results of doing something or the consequences of not doing something are life-altering. I know this sounds dramatic, but believe me when I say you are leaving a life-altering amount of money and opportunity on the table by not building your personal brand. So how do you kill this limiting belief? Number one, you attach a little bit of perspective to your personal brand. Really understand what you're going to gain from it and what opportunities you are missing out on without a personal brand. Number two, visualize success. What would you like to achieve from your personal brand? Write down some of those visualized goals. Number three, ditch the excuses and really fine-tune your calendar. Chances are, if you do that, you will find 30 minutes a day to work on your personal brand. If you can't even manage this every day, let's say you manage it two times or three times a week. 60 minutes or 90 minutes a week to get started is enough. Just get started. If you feel like you can't do these exercises effectively yourself, then jump on a call with someone who can talk you through it. Weigh out your options. My team and I are a friendly bunch and we're always up for a nice cup of coffee and a chat about dreams and potential without a sales pitch tagged onto the rear end of that chat. So reach out to me if nothing. Limiting belief number two, you are not brand material. Do you feel like there's nothing about you that can be packaged into a personal brand? 
I understand that. I've had people come up to me and say, look, I'm just an accountant. I've got nothing to say or nothing to brand. And it's hard to start thinking of yourself as a brand, right? But remember that your personal brand doesn't necessarily have to revolve solely around your job. It could be a hobby. It could be a lifestyle. It could be a work ethic or even all of the above that come together to form your personal brand. And just for the record, I know a few accountants, lawyers, and other people that you might think don't have so many interesting things to say who have built smashing digital followings and great brands for themselves. So to the self-proclaimed ordinaries out there, think about the unique blend of characteristics that make you, you. Is it perhaps the way that you solve complex problems? Is it how you manage your time? Is it how you balance two jobs and a family life? Think hard about this. What do people come to you for at work or beyond work? What do you love to talk about, read about, or work on even when there's no pressure to do it? Your personal brand is within you. You just have to identify it and give it some shape so it can flourish when you put it out there. So how do you kill this limiting belief of I'm not brand material? Number one, Find your ikigai. This is a Japanese term that roughly translates to reason for being. So finding your ikigai is something of a life purpose exercise. It's incredibly eye-opening and I recommend it, personal brand or not. Look it up and once again, if you need to chat, just reach out. Number two, Talk to people around you. Let your coworkers, your friends, and your family know that you want to build a personal brand. Ask them what they think of you. Um, how do they view your strengths and your abilities? Uh, what are the things that they would like to learn from you or about you? This is going to help you just kind of set the wheels in motion and get you started on building that brand. Limiting belief number three. This is a big one. I, I hear it all the time. You're not a marketeer or a brand builder, and so you feel like you can't build this. So I'm not going to convince you that you are indeed a brand builder. I know, especially from doing this over so many years, that it's not everyone's cup of tea. For most people, it's not a skill or ability conversation, but rather an inclination conversation. Not everyone's inclined towards doing the things that you need to do to build and nurture a brand. But... Let me tell you the one thing that you are. You are the only person who can own your personal brand. You are the only person who can build it. So if you're feeling this itch to start creating that recession-proof, pandemic-proof, self-sufficient empire for yourself around your skills, your thoughts, and your abilities, then you're going to have to pick up a few necessary skills along the way. The good news is that basic brand building and marketing, just enough to get yourself out there, is pretty easy when it's broken down systematically. You might need a little help to set the wheels in motion, or maybe you're a great starter and you need help to keep the wheels in motion. Either way, you will always find help when you're ready. What you need to do first is set the intention to get started and take your first step towards making it happen. 
One common misconception here is that the services of people who can help you get this engine going or keep it running are extremely expensive. That's not necessarily true. You can find a mentor or an accountability partner for free without paying anything out and they can help you get started or help you keep this going. If you do choose to pay for services, you'll find a pretty wide spectrum. You'll find brand strategists and personal brand strategists who are willing to work with startup brands at very low fees or maybe they're just getting started themselves and so you'll get a great deal you will also find middle of the band experts who have been doing this for a while who are probably going to charge you a little bit more and you decide if you want to make that investment or not and then there's the upper end of that scale, the more expensive coaches, the more experienced agencies who are going to charge you a lot more. Once again, it is a strategic decision for you to make how much you are able to and willing to invest in this and when you want to make that investment. But telling yourself that this is too expensive and that's why I'm not going to do it is not a valid excuse because you can find support at the zero to little expense end of that scale too. So how do you kill this limiting belief of I'm not a marketeer and so I can't build a personal brand? Number one, you assess the few necessary marketing skills that you need to get your brand out there. Some of these skills you might already possess and you just don't know because you haven't consciously thought about it. Number two, check out our workshop schedule or reach out to me to set up an introductory chat for guidance on how to get started on your personal brand. We're doing these consults completely free, complimentary for the rest of 2022, but they will become paid sessions after. So if you're keen to get started even thinking about your personal brand, go ahead and book in a chat. You'll find booking links on aditijn.com or just reach out to me on LinkedIn if we're connected. Limiting belief number four, you're too late to the game. I know this one, I've heard it over and over. Now, some people have been building their profiles, their brands, putting content out there and building their reputation since the start of the internet revolution, right? And there's blogs out there that are 15 years old, YouTubers who've been at it for a decade now. And here you are ready to launch after your competitors, let's call them, have been doing their thing forever. I know that it feels scary to join in the game right now. I know it feels overwhelming. There's like six platforms that you've got to be on and so many things that you have to stay on top of. It can feel intimidating as a small fish, especially when you can publicly see other more established brands and role models of yours, competitors may be succeeding so publicly when your content is failing so publicly. So how do you kill this limiting belief of I'm too late to this and so I'm just not going to do this? Number one, learn from the experiences of those that came before you and consciously fill a gap in the market with your personal brand. This is a massive advantage. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Number two, you can overcome this belief in the best possible way by taking action now. You might feel like you don't need a personal brand right now, but still, as we become more connected and more digital and dip increasingly into a knowledge economy, a creator economy, personal brands are going to start to matter more and more. Remember that as an entrant in the market right now, you've got a massive advantage. 
use your vantage point as the newcomer to look at what's going on in the industry as a whole. You can identify the gaps and swoop in with your awesomeness. Also remember that it's always going to be a slow start no matter when you start. In fact, as time goes by and these platforms mature even further, your rise in these spaces will become an even longer process. So I recommend getting in there and learning. Three years from now, you won't be a newbie anymore. You will have mastered the game too, just like people today who started three years ago and are a few steps ahead of you. Limiting belief number five, and this is a big one, you are afraid that you're going to fail. You're all fired up, you know what you want your personal brand to look like, you get your first post ready, and you hit publish with jittery fingers and much excitement. What's going to happen? Are they going to love me? Are they going to hate me? You check back in 10 minutes, nothing. That's okay, it's still only been 10 minutes, so you give it a little bit more. You check back in an hour. You have two likes on your post, your mum and your best friend. Another hour goes by and you have one more like. It's your sister. And that's it for the week. Now you feel like a total nobody with nothing worthy to say. You knew that nobody would care. You told yourself this and what you do and what you want to put out there doesn't matter. Now, this is the most inaccurate limiting belief, but it's also the biggest. Fear of failure is what holds most of us back from achieving our full potential. Remember that it takes time for people to see what you're trying to do. You went through a whole behind-the-scenes journey, a process to identify your personal brand, to decide on a content strategy, and to put that first post out. What people see is just one post. They only see your first post. They don't see your journey amongst the millions of posts that they scroll past every day. So give it some time, give it some patience, and most of all, give it your consistent energy. It is called growing and building a personal brand for a reason. This is not going to take off overnight. That was never the promise. So how do you kill this greatest of all limiting beliefs? How do you kill the fear of failure? I always like to say, people don't fail, people just quit before they succeed. So number one, start with the intention to try until you succeed. Decide, tell yourself that you're just going to stay at this. Number two, read up on other thought leaders, influencers, and business owners who have made it. Many of them started extremely small and faced failure and rejection over and over until they made it. Most often, it is this fear of failure that is the underlying mother of all limiting beliefs when it comes to conquering any challenge in life. We tend to hide behind busy schedules and lacking skills as excuses. But you know as well as I do that if you really wanted to make something happen, you will find a way. A personal brand is no different. If you are convinced that you want to build one, then your next step is to direct energy towards making it happen. So what now? If you are listening to this, you've read through this article, and you've spent the last 7 to 10 minutes thinking about your personal brand, then I beg of you, please don't let that go to waste. 
make some kind of a commitment to it right now. It can be a tiny commitment. Maybe just pop open your calendar and block two hours to do your Ikigai exercise or set up a call with your mentor to discuss your ideas. Schedule in a chat with me. That introductory call is completely free to get the ball rolling. Maybe buy an audiobook on personal branding, whatever it is that's going to get you to get started. Have you done it? Go do it. I'm serious. If you're going to do this, then commit to it in some small way right now. Otherwise, you know as well as I do that this idea will die as just an idea in your head, which unfortunately is the sad fate of so many potentially great personal brands out there. Get started somewhere, anywhere, and just decide that you want to do this. I hope you enjoyed that blogcast. If you want to read this article, you'll find it and other articles on brand building and content marketing on aditijayan.com slash blog. Remember to hit subscribe to the Help Me Unlock podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss an episode. Every week we share blogcasts like this and interviews with experts in different areas of business branding and marketing. Thank you for listening and I'm going to see you in another episode.